Yep. Oh. Well, welcome back to another episode of Common Sense Uncensored. It's been a minute or two, hasn't it, Katie? Yes, it has been. This is weird seeing you on the Ohio back on the dials. Yeah, and as you can tell, I can't remember how to operate them. <laughs> I'm helping out. It's a little bit like riding a bike, yeah, but, but not exactly like riding a bike. Yep. And we got, you say Victor? Yes, I am Victor. Yeah, we got, we got Victor. Hello, everyone. Yeah, Victor. Still can't see with my mm-hmm. We're yep. expecting a phone call from the current host at, at some point here. Yeah. Kit, Kit Brennan. Yeah, I'll give her a ring. And she'll... Uh, you got the studio phone, Katie, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she'll, she'll bring some uh, some common sense. Yes, yeah, she will. To this nonsense show. Yeah, <laughs> we need, yeah, another... I've been, the, I've been the only girl in here so far, and now I need Kit on here. Three-year anniversary. Yes, it is. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Raven, that's right. Yep, three years, Mark. What the heck? So I was. I did this for... How long did I do it for? Was it a year I did it, roughly? Uh, Seems about a year. Right? year and a half, yeah. maybe? And I've been yeah, a go- little I've, over. And I've been gone about a year since I took a job that didn't afford me the opportunity to... Sneak out all the time. I think we've got an incoming call yep. here. Hello, is, can you hear us? Do we in fact have... I can. Hey, Kit. How you doing? Good. Welcome. How, you, how are you? Well, let's see. Um, I'm stuck because the roads are glazed ice rink. There's a huge bunch of cars in the ditch, and they closed down a little bit of I-29 so they can get cars out of the ditch. So I said, I really want to be here, but I'm going to call in instead. <laughs> Yeah, I heard 29 was uh, a little Ralph Inglestead Arena-like. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's nasty. Bruce, uh, that road report is live from Bruce about less than five minutes ago. He he was trying to get up there, and he just called me and said, Honey, I'm coming home. So, <laughs> well, well, But I wanted, I wanted to make sure that I congratulated everybody on the three-year anniversary because uh, – it's it's the best station out there for learning the stuff, as you know, right? Of course. Oh, absolutely. And don't be afraid to bring some content here, too, Kit. I mean, you yeah. barely ever have an opinion about anything. Has that changed? <laughs> yes, yes. That has, that has remained the same. In fact, the uh, group therapy sessions for coming out of my shell are working well. <laughs> yep, definitely. <laughs> um but, uh, yeah, it's, in fact, it's going to be exciting because on this coming Monday, I've got one of the ladies that instituted the Williston School Audit and uh, kicked the nest of uh, bumblebees down at the legislature where now they're attempting to get rid of the auditor and and uh, stop people from being able to call for audits and things. So it should be a good show on Monday as well. Well, that's good. What, what, what do you think about uh the change, the uh, the amendment that was made to the initiated measure um, about uh, term limits. You got a thought? Any thoughts on that? I yes, my, and in fact, I think that's talk talk about the will of the people being stomped on, eh? Well, I think what they're trying to do is get it to go to court. And so, I, at first, I was pretty annoyed with that the move, but once I learned a little bit more that they're trying to determine if if it's constitutional to pull the power like that to make amendments. So they're making one to test it out in the court of law. And the way it was described to me was it would be to, to make them not allow or uh, to make the legislature unable to amend a, a bill or initiated measure, anything that comes through as a, as a constitutional or um, 
or a century code change would be a little bit similar to initiated measures stating the governor couldn't exercise his veto authority or something of the along those lines. So I guess I don't mind the fact that it's going to go to court, but um, at first I, I kind of was exactly in your camp. It didn't sit well with me, but once it got explained, I guess I can see it procedurally. I don't know. What are you, th- what are you thinking? I'm, I'm not a big fan of it because of the, at the same time, they're attempting to kill any chance you're going to have to be able to put forth there's uh, an initiated measure. There's been so many changes to to uh, the process there because they they look quite literally. Well, they tried it once before, and they're and they're just kind of trying to backdoor it this time, where they're saying they to do an initiated measure that will basically not have a voice anymore, which is what I find distressing. If your legislature is so scared of you that they have to silence you, then the positions have been reversed and they need to go. Yeah, and that's a fair fair assessment. I think I was more along along those lines at first, too, but now that I've had a, a couple days to sleep on it, I, I can live with what's happening because a judge is going to decide, or a, a panel of judges is going to go to the Supreme Court. Yeah, well, we'll see. I just, I just know that any time the legislature does something like this, it's because they think or they truly believe that it will benefit them and not us. That, I wish that they would, I wish that what they would do would be make it easier to open records, make it easier to have transparency in more than just verbiage. Cause they always tell you how transparent it is. And then you try to get it. And um, the part of the thing that they're so scared of with the initiated measures is it takes away their power. And, and quite frankly, I, I think the courts are fine for deciding things, but, this one has got me a little worried that that the courts might not quite get this one right. And to me, the courts aren't supposed to be writing law. So it's a, it's a quite a, it's going to be, as the, as the Chinese curse goes, may you live in interesting times. Yeah, and, and if the court sides with the, the measure voters rather than the legislature, um, there's going to be likely other fallout from that too, meaning likely a full-time legislature instead of just every other year. Yeah. And, and so that way they at least gather enough um, experience in those, in those eight years to be reliable, to uh, move policy forward. And maybe that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world because um, a part-time legislature, you know, in theory is really quite good, but is there... Is there something to be said for um, setting down your work and basically not doing anything with it for a year and a half and then picking it back up? I mean, I forget what I had for breakfast, um, <laughs> much less how to pass law and you know the ins and outs of it. And I guess my biggest fear with the term limits is that if there isn't some changes made on that end, our elections become almost a moot point because I think you'll have staffers and, and lobbyists and bureaucrats making all the decisions because basically every single lawmaker, it'll, it'll be like their freshman year. I mean, I don't know what you think about that. Well, I tell you what, I think that there's a lot of staffers and other people making the decisions already because the good old boy school is in business down in Bismarck. And there's a lot of people that have been there for so long and have prospered quite well. 
and their marching orders are not their constituents anymore. There are other politicians that are in Bismarck. So there's pitfalls either way, but the way I look at it is uh, when you're dealing with lifetime political people, we've seen the damage that it does at the federal level, and we're now seeing the damage that it does at the uh, state level. When Bergen went in, he got... He went in on the premise and was voted in on the premise to get rid of the good old boys club. And all he's done is establish his own. Yeah, I know. He's the president of it. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm not a supporter of his anymore. I, I was uh, staunchly in Rick Becker's corner. I wish that um, would have gained more steam. I think Rick, well, Be- I think Rick Becker actually, would be a pretty good governor. It didn't do badly. There was some... Uh, Busloads of people that were brought in after the time when they should have not been allowed to to come in and vote. The entire system of the Republican Party was held up for that. I mean, there's there's been just so much of the entrenchment of uh, the good old boys club once again. And that's the one reason I'm really for the term limits, because hopefully then what I'm what I'm hoping for is that the people that are there know they're there for short term. They know that it won't matter. They're not going to continue to be reelected forever so that they can do the work of the people and not think that they're going to be uh, risking the uh, easy care that they were originally voted into by going against the party. Because the Republican Party in North Dakota has been corrupted. They're charging people to run for office and everything else. We don't really have two parties in North Dakota anymore. We have the good old boys club and the people that are mad at the good old boys club. And, um, and well, there's another party too. And that's the people that say, there's nothing I can do. I'm just going to ignore it. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's never dull. It's never dull. The people that I talk to uh, keep me on my toes and quite frankly, up at night, but it's worth it. I, I think we put on a good show and I think that uh, common sense uncensored has, has opened a few eyes and it, it's totally worth the time invested. Good. I think so. And, you know, when you talk about term limits, I mean, we're under term limits at the county commission now because of the home rule. Yeah. And, but with me personally, um, that wouldn't have mattered because I was going to impose my own. This is a lot of work. <laughs> yes. And see, that's the thing. It is a lot of work. If you're doing it correctly, if you're, if you're, Showing up and letting staff or basically just allowing people that are above you that are also a trench tell you how to how to it's probably an amazingly easy job. Uh, the people that I know that are in the restaurant business in Bismarck can tell you that uh, it's not a, everybody's down there. You, you cut out towards the end of that kit. Oh, I was just going to say that the people that run the rest in Bismarck will tell you that it's not all nose to the grindstone when everybody is down there. Oh, yeah, I can believe it. <laughs> you know, all work and no play makes, uh, what is it, makes Johnny a dull boy. <laughs> well, they, the problem is it's gotten to be all play and why should I have to work? <laughs> well said. Well, listen, I just want to let everybody know that I am so appreciative of Grandfolk's best source, given this honorary little old lady of voice. And uh, if the weather was better, you'd be able to see my wrinkled up smiling mug. But uh, no offense, I want to live to fight another day. So 
I'm going to wish you all the best. And Mark, thank you so much for turning over the chair to me and giving me a chance at this. Well, you've taken the baton and ran with it like a pro's pro, and you are no good to the show if you are freezing to death in a ditch. So you made the right decision. All right, you guys, take care and stay warm. All right, we'll see you later. Have a great day. All righty, bye-bye. Bye. That was great hearing Kit. I know. I, told her, I, I texted her a few weeks ago, and I told her, hey, we're anniversary coming up, and I'm glad she could at least call. How are things going with you? With me? Yeah. Good. I'm on break, so technically I'd be in class right now, but it's break. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, I'm still at Unity, still. And Victor, what, what, what yep. do you do, bud? Um, I work at UPS, oh. and I also work at uh, Hollywood Heroes. So, yeah. Hollywood Heroes, what's that? Uh, it's a comic book store, uh, also a memorabilia store, and pretty much just any kind of store you want to have it be, I should say, because um, there's action figures, there's kind of memorabilias, there's graphic novels, there's pretty much anything your heart desires. And it's in the, Grand, uh, it's in the Grand, well, East Grand Forks Mall. Okay. Or River Cinema, or is that like different? Is that where Paul, no, is that where right you get your action Lash. figures? It's called the River Mall. Yeah, technically it's called the River Mall. You can go up. So so basically, yes, you guys sell adult toys, just not the same ones Paul uses. (laughs) No, not the same ones Paul uses. (laughs) That's a little different. I feel like I'm sitting on the floor. Dude, go up, Paul. Hang on, is this mic on? Oh, wait, turn on mic number four, Paul. Oh, yeah, good. Nobody can even hear me. No, not a single thing. That's fantastic. Probably a good thing. (laughs) Yeah, probably a good thing. (laughs) For the first part. There we go. There. There you go, Dale. Now it's just be a, a talking mouth. <laughs> to, to be, I mean, to be fair, he did say this was uncensored. <laughs> it is uncensored. It is fucking uncensored. Yep, see, yep. There you go. <laughs> I miss having you here, man. Uh, I miss yeah. our. I miss your show. It, Maybe just a quick heads up. I don't know, John in the background just said uh, the tra- weather center just issued a no travel advisory. Yeah. Oh, Grand no. management just issued no travel advising advisory. What is this? Is it crappy out again? Okay, we're not supposed. To- we're not supposed to drive. Just don't. Why drive, is it crappy out again? I thought we were done with this. From the. Oh, gross. Are you serious? I yeah. thought we were done. Yeah, no. I my uh, one of my coworkers over at Johns Controls had to had to come back from uh, Fargo last night, and she said it was between thirty and forty miles an hour driving down the interstate, and there was vehicles upside down in the ditch all over the place i think she said there was at least seven that were in the in the ditch or upside down i didn't even know it was bad out neither did i it was i mean i only go like four blocks from here to home so i don't really it just blew across the roads and then froze to there and now it's a skating rink kind of like what kit was saying when she joined us yeah. Well, anyway, going back, I, I miss having your shows here, buddy. You, you know, you always crack me up. We, yeah, yes. I think we yes, got the same kind of dry sense of humor. We had a good time. You want to hear a joke? Sure. Let's hear it. It's, oh, yeah. It's just like what John always tells, except for it's a little bit different. So, so the, the scene of this joke is in the jungle, okay? And there's a, there's a monkey up in this tree. He's been smoking pot all day, right? And... This little lizard walks up to the base of the tree and he goes, monkey, what are you doing up there? And the monkey shouts down to the lizard and says, well, I've been in this tree all day smoking pot. And, and, uh, <laughs> and he goes, you got to be kidding me. Come. And the monkey goes, no, 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 come up here and join me. So the lizard goes up there, smokes some pot with the monkey in the tree. And then he's getting a little cotton mouthed 
And so he's like, I got to go down to the river and get a drink. So he scampers down the tree, goes to the river, gets a drink. He's too stoned. He falls in the water, and an alligator catches the lizard on the tip of his nose and put him back up on the bank. And he goes, lizard, what the hell's the matter with you? And he goes, dude, you're not going to believe this shit. I've been up in this tree smoking pot with a monkey all day. And alligator goes, well, I got to see this shit for myself. So the alligator walks up to the base of the tree, and he goes, monkey, what you doing up there? The monkey looks down, and he goes, holy shit, dude, how much water did you drink? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so so awesome. That's that's good. (laughs) How much water did you drink? All right, well, okay, so I got one for you. I already told this on another show, you know, so some people have already heard this, but I don't think you've heard it. Did you hear about the... uh, Guy that got stranded on the island with the pig and the dog. Uh, I don't think so. No. Okay. So this guy, he's you know in a in a canoe or whatever, and ends up hitting you know some bad weather and ends up being stranded uh, on an island. And the only thing that he had on his canoe with him was his pig and his dog. And so, you know, a couple of weeks go by, and all of a sudden that pig is starting to look pretty appealing. And I don't mean food wise. <laughs> Okay, I, <laughs> young Katie earmuffs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've heard this a lot. Okay, so so yeah, he's getting <laughs> a little, you know, getting a little interested in this pig, and so he you know makes a move on it, but the dog attacks him to protect the pig, and so another week goes by, and the guy makes another attempt to get a little physical with this uh, pig, and the dog attacks him again, won't let it happen, you know, so he keeps trying. This dog just keeps attacking. I never knew you were a canoeer. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, after several attempts of trying to uh, get lucky with this pig that this dog keeps preventing, this gorgeous blonde shows up on the island. And the guy looks at the girl and he's like, oh, my God, thank God you are here. Can you please hold down that dog? (laughs) What the heck? I'm so glad you're here. It's so bad. Well, there's that. You know what's even worse about that is I saw that because it was a joke that the Golden Girls said before they went on set. You you reminded me of, of I think memes have become the the newest form of comedy that's really sounds. Because nobody, there's nobody to cancel, right? So a meme can be as politically incorrect or whatever. And it's not like you can go punch them on stage at the Grammys or whatever, you know. And it said, uh, what's the first thing you do after sex? And the first comment underneath the meme was, continue with the autopsy and remind myself that one moment of weakness does not make me a bad veterinarian. God. <laughs> oh, geez. Jesus, dude. This kept getting worse. God, dang. dang. Hey, but still the best joke ever on jokes my neighbor tells me. At least I think so. How come you never see elephants hiding in trees? I don't know. Because they're really good at it. <laughs> John likes to keep it G-rated. <laughs> Paul likes only bestiality jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I miss you, bud. Yeah, miss you too. Exclusively <laughs> bestiality jokes. <laughs> hey, John, don't you have the bestiality jokes my neighbor told me book? <laughs> it's a family show, Mark. Family show. <laughs> <Okay>. <clears throat> Sorry, Kit. 
<laughs> destroying your show in half an hour. Uh, where do we go from there? That is a good question. That is a really good question. Where do we go from there? I mean, Young Katie, you got any? Hey, you you want to hear my? You, you want to hear my idea? Maybe you guys oh, will agree this. with me. Go ahead. Um, so, you know, out in this commons area oh, yeah. here in the Grand Cities Mall where all that carpet is, yeah. I want to put a big old uh, tiki coffee and juice and slushy bar. Oh, that'd be cool. Okay. Yeah. That'd be cool. I, I, I think, it, I, you know, with enough, uh, you know, with all the mall walkers here, you got the playground next door, you know, with all the, you know, uh, daycare kids and everything. I think it'd be a pretty cool spot. The only problem is there's no plumbing. So I know that yeah. <clears throat> as a bit, I own a couple of businesses and, and I'm running another one. And I know that when I come up with a really solid idea, the first step is to fucking broadcast it on the radio so yeah. that everybody else hears it. <laughs> <laughs> well, trust me, most of the ideas I have uh, don't make money. So if anyone wants to take that and run with it, yeah. well, I'll see, I'll see you at bankruptcy too, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> You guys can split an attorney, or is that what you're saying? Where's our money? Go 50-50. Nobody take that chip yet, huh? Oh, one of them was uh, Victor ate the bear. I ate the bear, man, yeah. He ate the nitro bear. I ate that chip and threw up uncontrollably in my front yard the day after Halloween. No, on Halloween. To the point where I think it was coming out of my eyes. That was the most <laughs> obnoxious fucking thing I've ever put into my body. That was a weird way to word it. Uh, that I've ever eaten. Keep going. Well, it, it's, not, it's not even hot. It, it, it's it's. It's pure pain. It's oh yeah, it's pain, man. Once it hits you, it's your nose, like, your eyes. I mean, I've still got the most obnoxious thing I put in my body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would lead one, lead one to believe that I put all kinds of fun shit in my body. <laughs> that is not the case. <laughs> no, it goes in there. That is not the case. <laughs> it was just poor wording. <laughs> and Paul's mind is in the gutter. I knew it. I knew it Paul thought that. I'm like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I got so good. Damn it. Check it out. Okay. You can, there's, there's like memoirs from, uh, from like nurses and hospital staff about things that people do. And the craziest one I heard is that a guy inserted a straw into his penis and let Yo. and let a bunch of ants no. crawl into the oh into what? his. Oh. Oh. Why would you go there, dude? <laughs> oh man! Well, I was told I get about a half an hour, so I wanted to. I wanted to Yo. really. <laughs> dude, you're wild, man! You're a wild man. <laughs> And with that, this is County Commissioner Mark Rusted <laughs> signing off. <laughs> well, it's a true story. It's not like I just made it. <laughs> Katie, are you crying? <laughs> are you crying? <laughs> you crying about my political career? <laughs> you broke, Katie. You broke. <laughs> At any rate. <laughs>
Yeah, dude, you're wild, man. I love oh, you. man. <laughs> all we did was just start about the gummy bear, and now we're. Yeah, now we're just like, oh. Yeah. I think that's about all I have before I get myself in trouble I can't unget into. Um, it's all good. Yeah, so this was another episode of Common Sense Uncensored um, with Kit Brennan. Yeah, it's going <laughs> <laughs> to take Kit months to get this show back on the rails. <laughs> Nobody listens, do they? <laughs> So signing out is County Commissioner Mark Rusted, Common Sense Uncensored. Thanks, folks.